Yeah. Oh, All right. Episode seven. Podcast Iron. We have our first official guest on we Podcast do. Iron. My very good friend, PJ Garrison. Yeah. Hello. Thank you. Welcome, PJ. Really appreciate being here. Yeah, we just wrapped up a nice shoot for Stay Classy Meets. And I said, hey, we're doing a podcast. You should sit in. We can dive into what we've been getting into, which we'll get into later. Yes. Childhood friend. Yes. Known him and all my life. He's back. He's back, guys. <laughs> With a vengeance. Yes. <laughs> and a lot of gear. Yeah. Um, so we wrapped up our Christmas chat last time and all of the uh, different uh, recipes you got. So I think we're going to, we got a new list today. Yeah. New year, new me. Yes. Um, <laughs> so they say. You hear that a lot. People want to be healthy, want to be healthy, and then you just wind up throwing chicken nuggets in the air fryer thinking you're healthy. Um, <laughs> Definitely not a life story at all. No, but what we're going to do this episode, we're going to recap some things. We're going to talk about some healthy recipes for those of you that I know that are going to try and take a healthy step into the new year. Well, there's always a time and of year for self-reflection yes. and improvement. So we think, why not? Why not give you some things? If you got a cast iron pan, if you're enthusiastic about cooking with cast iron, here's some recipes to start your year off right, man. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah. Yep. Right. All right. In addition to that, I think uh, we're also going to uh, dive back into History Man a little bit today, finally. It's been yeah. a long time because we've had you know Thanksgiving and Christmas, but we left off with the Erie Evolution. Yes, we're going to bridge the gap between Erie transitioning into Griswold. There's a few things that happened in between that era. Okay. Some very specific things that I think people should look out for when they're actually picking, and if you see these things, to, to, to grab them. Yeah, yeah. Part of what we're doing here, trying to educate you to be better pickers, to... Be a more informed cast iron consumer. There you go. So, what a perfect way to to put it all together. And we'll have a little chat in the middle too to say to explain the significance of PJ being here, for example, absolutely. and other things like that. But um, PJ was a pivotal pivotal part of my 2022 with some of the directions I've decided to take with what I'm doing. Yeah, I, I walked <laughs> I walked right into uh, one of the productions, pivotal point of your production. Yes. And uh, it was, it looked very official. You had a set, you have the set here in the in the garage, like just, it looks yeah. all real good talking about um, stay classy, I think, right? Yeah, they, they, the yeah. eighth of a cow was delivered and I was like... You got an eighth of a cow yeah, I was delivered. Thinking, oh, an eighth of a cow, that's not that Who much. Has and then the freaking 40 pound box shows up, uh -huh. and, like jerky and spices. We unbox the whole thing. PJ is going to be working on that. We're going to have the whole video out. I'm going to chop it up and give some reels, you know, get you guys a little taste of everything that's going on. Nice. And, um, but before we get into that, I found this really cool article from oh. Taste of Home. What did we call it? Like you were a list man or something like that? I don't we know. say it was this, this was, this was like the, we're getting into a list. Yeah. Right. I like so, this. Yeah. Get a list. It has a very like outpatient feel to it. I like it. Outpatient? Like, <laughs> outpatient. I like it. <laughs> yeah. You got it. It's like yeah. a print of an oil painting in the wall. Like, like waiting for your name it, to be called. It, it honestly reminds me of Ocean's Eleven. Yes. Like we're about to go heist something. Yes. Any heist we would put. Like, <laughs> I, I yeah. know what you mean. We are about to go steal some very expensive thing. Anybody yes. have an aerosol can so I can check for lasers? <laughs> you know, Let's get some like jewelry. Jewelry. Let's oh. get some jewelry. I didn't mean to say jewelry. Anyway, you I guys like know it. me, yes. and you know that I love Taste of Home. So we're gonna start right off with this article from Taste of Home. I saw about fifty healthy. Cast iron recipes. I went through the list. I'm not going to give you all 50, but I'm going to give you some that stand out to me, maybe about 10 or so. And I want you guys to chime in and, and talk about what you what you think about each recipe. Okay. okay. So we're going to start it off here. This is a chicken burrito skillet. Okay. Ooh, so chicken burrito skillet. Basically, if you were to take a burrito and deconstruct the whole entire burrito into a skillet. Yeah. Substitute the meat 
like the beef for chicken. Yeah. And just saute it all up as if it's like just a dish, like a bowl, like a burrito bowl kind of thing. Uh-huh. And do it that way. You know what? That's a good idea. That's a good point because uh, it's funny how uh, whenever we have uh, Mexican uh, dishes at home, it's always like, oh, beef or chicken, beef or chicken. For me, you always have a preference, but it's so interchangeable and it doesn't really make a huge impact on, right. on the experience. You got to get right? that chorizo in there. Oh, That's yeah. all you need is the, the oh, seasonings yeah. of all that matters, right? Yeah. So, well, not even that. I mean, with a, with a Mexican dish, the greatest thing about those meals is you could do a practice. Well, it's not a practice, but something they did during the, the Great Depression. They called it recipe stretching. Yeah. It's almost like... I know, what, you, than, I know what you're talking about. So with, with Mexican dishes, you can add... Nothing that you stretch the recipe with will damage the recipe. It'll just make it better. Let's add a can of corn. Let's add a, add a corn of kidney bean. Or, or add, a, <laughs> add a can of kidney beans. A can add of, a kidney. Add a black bean. <laughs> one <laughs> black bean. Just, just, just adopt one for. Let's add a can of beans. Let's add a bean of kidney corn. Yeah, let's yeah, add a yeah. corn of can. So just you can you could really take your burrito game up a new notch with chicken and a cast iron skillet and it'll be healthy that way yeah so I like that well that's what, what I was getting at was like uh, apparently putting beef in a dish introduces a lot of uh, possible uh, empty calories or whatever they want to say yeah. to make it right? right so chicken is the healthier alternative and it's not going to make a huge impact on the experience so yeah. just so just just do chicken man okay and and get one more rep unless if you're you listening go, in the, uh, gym. unless you want to go really South American and use Ooh. guinea pig oh Ooh, mm. get a pan flute band in there. Yeah, because yeah, you can. Because you can totally. You know, you go down South America, you get guinea pig on a stick. Ugh. Yeah, because they run around like squirrels, don't they? They are. Yeah, yeah. It's almost as bad as the deer here. Which wow. venison in a burrito Ooh. skillet? Oh, I've never thought of that. Dude, I made oh. a venison pot roast this year. Wrap up. Talk about a wrap up for twenty twenty two. I made venison a pot, pot roast because I thought I had a chuck roast, and I went in and got a venison roast, and I was like, I hope it works. Because, you know, venison's very lean, and yeah. you have to cook it super low and slow, and it just pulled apart, like, wonderful. Yeah, mm. yeah, mm. it could get real tough real quick, right? So so chicken burritos or whatever it was. Very nice. So this, this next recipe that stuck out to me was called Apples and Onion Topped Chops. So everyone knows that pork chops go with apples. Pork, pork chops and applesauce. We all saw yeah. that Brady Bunch episode, right? <laughs> this recipe kind of brings it up a new notch because what you're doing is you are cooking your pork chops how you normally would, and you're actually deglazing the pan, which is a process where you kind of lift up the stuff that's stuck onto the pan after cooking. You get a lot of flavor there. Yeah, because things start to get charred onto it and stuff, right? right? You're literally so. deglazing the pan with the, with the water that cooks out of the onions and the apples. Oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. And it kind of redistributes back up into those things. So you have like pork-flavored apples and onions that you top yeah, then sure. on a pork chop. And if you cook a pork chop right and you, you know, you don't get a super fatty cut. A pork chop can be quite lean. It can be a quite good sure. meal for you. you I love good, it. You can I get love a nice trim right. tenderloin and cut it into medallions and do it that mm. way if you want. But as long as you get that nice crispy Maillard effect that we've talked about yeah. before where it cooks the caramelize it caramelizes the sugars in the pork. It'll do the same thing to the apples and the onions. It'll just have a nice, nice meal. Now, what's pork belly in relation to that? Is that something different? Well, the, uh, belly is this part on you, air, and the pork belly is <laughs> He's that. circling oh! his belly. <laughs> As I circle my belly. Oh, that's why they call it a belly button. So hang on. Um, it's can, on the belly. Can you, t can you talk for like two seconds? So you're going to go grab something. I'm going to just mark this. Okay. Something's going to... Oh, you got T.Y. Beanie Babies on a scale. 
Oh, it's so cute. He was playing Whoa. veterinarian earlier. <laughs> That's so sweet. They should only, oh, you use the they should thermometer? only hurt a little bit. So, oh, here we go. Pork belly is this. I have a piece of pork belly to show you. Wow, that's so huge. So basically, pork belly is uncut bacon, pretty oh. much. Oh. So if you look at that piece of meat right there, that looks like pretty much a piece of bacon. Yeah, it looks like bacon. a slab of bacon, sure. But it looks when, like breakfast. When they, cut, mm. when they cut bacon, they cut off the skin. This is the, the pork skin. Yeah. And they cut probably half inch to a quarter inch off of that, so you get that thin line of the Of, of the, the bacon. fat there, yeah. So what pork belly recipes really highlight is getting that that skin to cook properly because if you don't cook it right it's really tough mm -hmm. oh but if you cook it properly it's literally like think of like a bacon cake with oh yeah pork rinds on top yeah yeah that's yeah. how that goes yeah because yeah, you got like a almost like a a little crust to your your piece of bacon there yes absolutely pork well, it's belly. Like, don't people love the skin on turkey and chicken and stuff too oh, people 100%. always eat the skin so, so same same story applies right so well, yeah, it's, it's just all, it's all in how you cook it, but I mean yes, that's what I mean. But like as far as it being like, oh, that's the skin. For a second, I was like, gross. But then I was like, wait a minute, I love like turkey and chicken yeah. and skin. Like who doesn't if it's seasoned right? It's great, crispy, right? So speaking of, that's like the antithesis of this article, though pork belly. But um, <laughs> true, <laughs> pork belly is not an easy thing to cook. It's very easy to mess up. I've yeah. messed up a ton of pork belly. Oh, two, um, two, two lists, two things in the list, and you know, we're already back to the fatty foods. Yeah, with two, with two lists in. We're not even <laughs> two, two items in on saying, the list. Not even done saying January. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one of the other things that stuck out to me in this article were lemon pepper tilapia with mushrooms, and it stuck out stuck out to me. And I'm tilapia is fish. Tilapia is a fish that is very popular. It's very uh, affordable, but it's affordable because it's a fake fish. There's no such thing as wild tilapia. I don't fake know ass it's, bitch. It's been made. I mean fish. It's, bitch, been, I said. it's been like genetically modified and farmed. Like there's no I, such thing as a real tilapia. So like, what was the original? If it was genetically modified, what was the original genome of the fish? I don't know. Was Lapios. it based off? Of, nobody knows. It's not based. Do you look at them? They're not. There's not really anything like that. I've I mean, never actually seen a live tilapia. So I don't know it. They're not farmed. Don't maybe that's don't just maybe there's lapias to lapias. Yeah, right. Maybe yeah. and they mix it with a tuna. Maybe yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I just said maybe yeah two times. How how many times do you um, think somebody was there? Like you're playing God. Like yeah. stop it. Well, I mean, you know what pisses me off about that whole thing? Life they can do that. Away. Why can't they do that with bees? They can make like a bag of bees. They're the bees are killing the environment, or the bees with well, the, the lack of bees is causing. Destruction. A bag. Of well, it's bees. true because of how much because <laughs> how much they uh, they pollinate. Right, and if they keep saying know, like, dude, "Oh my know. God, this is so bad for the environment," the bees are dying. Make more bees. Yes, genetically modified bees. That's this why, guy's when you watch an idea Discovery guy. Discovery Channel. No, dude, dude. Have you ever seen? Uh, you ever watch Black Mirror? Yeah. Remember, remember the episode with the uh, the robotic bees? I think so. Yeah. No, what? no, no. I don't want any part of that, dude. No, no. That's why when you turn on the then you have assassin bees, bro. Ugh. You don't want that. When you turn on the History that's Channel true. or Discovery Channel, it's all like hot rods and pawn shops and stuff. It's just a matter of time until a, a polar bear is just going to swim up and steal you out of your six-story apartment window. I don't know. I don't want to go down that road. But anyway, this recipe I saw, it would look really good, but minus the tilapia part, I think you should actually... Um, well, you substitute it with different fish? Salmon. I think salmon. salmon is salmon is the most healthy fish there is. It's rich. Salmon's fantastic. Sure. Yeah. The, 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 the fat that's in fish is so good for you, the omega-3s. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Any Any fish recipe you see, just alter it with salmon, but cook the... 
salmon, how you would cook the salmon, then incorporate the other things. What I liked about this, it had a lot of cayenne and paprika. I'm really big fan of those. Those those spices kind of wake up a, a recipe. Oh yes, um, you are a big fan of them. A lot of fresh mushroom, dude. I've cooked so many. No, I know. It's oh. like you you always hand me something like, no, this isn't spicy, and I'm like, no, not at all. Why is it spicy? <laughs> Why is it spicy? Yeah, yeah. Um, Kyle. <laughs> Why Why am I talking like this? Yeah. Why did I sound like, sound like the guy from almost, the Goo Goo Dolls? You're almost like, you're almost like Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> yeah. Do you hear that commercial on 101.5? What commercial? The Goo Goo Dolls? No. no. They're like, childhood hunger is a very important thing. It's very serious. Yes, childhood hunger is very serious because us in the Goo Goo Dolls. Like, like that, the what? worst voice. Oh, you know what it is? Oh, I know that's you're the bass about. player. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the bass player, because he's got that, like, gravelly voice. I know. It, yeah. Really? Childhood yeah. hunger is a very serious issue for us at the Goo Goo he's Dolls. The, he's the bass player. He does not yeah. sing. That's, he does do. He oh, does yeah. sing. He's got a couple songs. He His throat sings. See, because he... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The Goo Goo Dolls used to be a punk rock band. Yeah. Right? And yeah, he, yeah. he like he sang a lot of their punk rock songs because he had that gravelly like voice. Mm, yeah. Okay. That um, makes sense. I liked that this had this recipe had a lot of uh, paprika and cayenne, uh, a yeah. lot of garlic and lemon. Garlic and, just, and lemon together. That garlic and lemon on the fish, that's perfect. Perfect. But yeah. with but with the paprika that adds like a little tang to it, gives it a little of that yeah. Eastern European feel to it. I just thought it was an interesting recipe. Uh really enjoyed that. So check out the lemon pepper tilapia with mushrooms recipe on tastefoam.com on their list of healthy cast iron recipes. Mm. Here's another one. Okay. Another all-star hit out of the park. I am a big fan of sweet and spicy. Oh, and salty! And oh, yeah! All those things together—fat, salt, acid, yeah. meat, all that shit. Salty, sweet together now, alone. Here is what I think would be a perfect dish: pineapple shrimp stir fry. Ooh, right! That pineapple sounds phenomenal. Stir fry, doesn't it? That's great, and that's and it's and it's better for you, I suppose. Like low yep. in calorie or something, right? Yeah, they are actually, and you're. The shrimp shrimp are actually very very low in calories. You can't have them a lot because there's a, a whole mercury thing. If you have shrimp every day, you could like kind of get. It's not good to have you seafood get the mercury every blues. Day. You'll start glowing or something because essentially shrimp are like filtering. Sure. Yeah. The like, ocean. Yeah. That that um, that ocean. The the gross one. Ari Gold had a uh, mercury poisoning. Really? A few years ago, he was doing a Broadway play, and then he had to pull out because he had mercury poisoning. Because he had mercury poisoning. How Apparently, do you know? He went to the doctor, apparently. Well, mercury, if you have mer- too much mercury in your blood, it's almost like Lyme's disease. It like, para- like partially oh, paralyzes Oh, so you, you went in like, all these things hurt me, why? And they do a blood test, yeah. and they're like, you're glowing. Right. Pretty much. Yeah. Wow. Um, oh like God. Mr. Burns? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I never saw, I I never watched a lot of Simpsons. Oh, I man. Oh, yeah. I know I should. I know I should. Oh. I like the one that I go to Mr. Burns' house for the Christmas party, and he's like, uh, Smithers hands him the cue card. Oh, wife, Marge. Hello, Marge. Son, brat. Hello, brat. <laughs> and, and, and Bart goes, it's Bart, sir. And Homer kicks him and goes, shut up, brat. He's like, don't correct my boss. <laughs> that sounds like a really old one. So this, this recipe stood out to me because it had orange juice and brown sugar in it, which when you think, okay, well, there that's not really healthy brown sugar and, and, and orange juice, but it's not a lot. These recipes show you that you can enjoy these things that are bad for you. Moderation. In moderation. That's all this is. And, and certain ingredients like that, you don't need a lot to know that it's there. Right. When you're tasting it. So that that keep that in mind as well. Like these aren't the stars of the dish, right? Like this is all about 
No, the, the pineapple got... and the shrimp. That's, right. Those are the stars. And right. the, the thing they do right in that recipe is they add, they have the in the recipe to use a little cornstarch. And when you use pineapple and shrimp, there's a water element that cooks out, and it could get watery with with some of these dishes. So yeah. to have that cornstarch kind of kind of tightens everything back up, makes it like, feel like you're at a restaurant. Oh, okay. okay, okay, I like it. Yeah, nice. What um, else you got? I'm learning. <laughs> I'm so smart now. Uh, let's see what else. What else do we want to do here? Salmon with spinach, salad, and avocado. That one stood out to me. That's kind of kind of on its own thing. Kind of self-explanatory. Very, Everybody very loves avocado. Everybody. Oh, yeah. Um, this other recipe avocado. that I saw is something. One of, my, one of uh, me and my girlfriend's go-to uh, meals that we love. Yeah. We do um, lettuce wraps. Oh, with sure. With Boston bin Ooh. lettuce. It's oh the, yeah, the big Boston one. Big, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. We've like, done that before. You can make like a little. You can literally ball. make like a burrito with lettuce instead of the yeah. instead of the flour tortilla. And like, I'm not here to say you should substitute all your meat with vegetables and wheat and bread with vegetables, but to have a, a no. That way, you can kind of sway into cooking the meat a little less healthy because you're kind of compensating it's like, for the bread not being there. It's like drinking Diet Coke, but still getting a large fry. Right. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but once you start giving an inch, that's when you start taking the mile, too. Uh, you know? Right, right. Keep that in mind and get in another rep if you're listening at the gym. Yeah. <laughs> but but what, what I like about this recipe, what stood out to me, is that in the beef that they're cooking, they use lean, lean beef, which is fine, 90% lean. The yeah. sauce is based with orange marmalade. And that has a sweetness to it, but marmalade, if you've ever had it, it has that citrus acidy tang to it, mm-hmm. which is almost mm-hmm. like a like a like the training wheels of a chili sauce. Now how much sugar is in that marmalade though? And the, we're not talking about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's what? fine. It's not a lot. It's only for the whole recipe, it's only three tablespoons. That seems like a lot to me. I don't know why. You know, the word marmalade, I feel like you don't say it right unless you have a British accent on it. Marmalade. He was eating toast and marmalade. Yeah, that's true. You know? But it's for one one of those words. pounds of meat. That's 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 not that much marmalade. That's like, a, a tablespoon of marmalade for a half a pound of meat. That's not that bad. Let's make that two to two and a half pounds of meat, and I think I'm good. Okay, then we could do that. You could have your marmalade however you want, PJ. You're I'm sorry. I'm house. very meat heavy. Yes. Oh, well, pardon me, Mr. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. That was great. <laughs> um. <laughs> So you, you take the marmalade, you mix it with the sriracha, you put a couple cloves of garlic in there, a little soy sauce, a little water, a little vinegar. That's a good little, like a bulgogi sauce, they call Ooh, that. Like a, a bulgogi. What? Bulgogi. A bulgogi. Korean, Korean barbecue. It's like a Korean barbecue mm. sauce. Say that with a British accent. Bulgogi. <laughs> bulgogi. That sounds like a British sex act. Now, say it like an Australian. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, rise of lights. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, razor, razor blades, blades and rise up lights. lights. I, oh. Stereo. Wow. I, I happen to have a razor blade right um, here, everyone. Suicide joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I like that uh, recipe. That was interesting. Stood out do to like, me. Uh, do like two more and then we'll break. All right. Who's counting? Um, me. Let's see. What else do we like? We're already what 20 your... minutes in. Really? Um, one pot chicken pesto esto pasta. I love pesto Wait, esto. Wait, say that again three pesto. times fast. <laughs> Tyler calls it pesto esto. It's pesto <laughs> sauce. Yeah, pesto esto. But this is um this actually has uh the 
uh, Jimini. It's like the really spirally pasta. That's what that's called? So I recently learned that all the different styles of pasta are not to just be fun. It's actually to, the way that they sop up sauce and like take sauce. Really? When like you scoop it up. When, yeah, I see what you're there's saying. There's a reason rigatoni, vodka rigatoni is called vodka rigatoni because rigatoni sauce with spaghetti might not be as good, but it, it goes inside the little rigatonis. It's like yeah, the way you eat it. Sure. Like it transfers sauce, like how dogs that's, lick water and their tongues curl back. That's such a good point. Uh, I never thought of that before. Let me tell you, though, I, I make a vodka sauce, yeah. and I do all kinds of shit with it. Like, do you do the I make, prosciutto I, with it? or Well, sometimes. Depends. Okay. There's, there are times where I do and times where I don't. Okay. But, I'm a big proponent of vodka sauce. I love it. Oh, yeah. yeah so oh, do yeah. I. Dude, I make a baked ziti okay. with, oh. with, a vod, with vodka sauce instead of regular marinara, Ooh. and then I, I throw in sausage, peppers, and onions. Okay. Oh, that's actually that sounds good. That does, is it topped or tossed in? Tossed in. Ooh. I toss everything in. Okay. Ooh, okay. And then you throw uh, cheese on top of that. And all right. Regular ziti, mix, right? I, like I a mix, ricotta and all. Right. I, I mix cheese in and then top off. I have an idea. Nice. What yeah. if we did? Did you see that thing they were doing on TikTok where they stand the noodles up? I don't know anything about TikTok. What was a TikTok? Than, me neither. Actually, I just get what the only thing I know about TikTok is it's Chinese spying spying on us. That's that's a whole different rabbit hole. I think you're. <laughs> I don't have. I have a TikTok, but I don't really use it. I use it just to be tagged so I could get inspired yeah. by recipes. Sure. But what they were doing, they were essentially like pretend this is a. a a rigatoni or a, a ziti noodle. He's holding my beer, by the they way. Sta- they were standing them up, so it almost looked like a honeycomb. Oh, all around, all next to each other. Imagine that upright. in a cast iron with your sauce over top, Ooh. and then put Parmesan on it and bake there it that go. way. There you go. Ooh, PJ's sausage vodka and this rigatoni is how- cake. This is how some of those star posts are born. No, now Just I'm going to get some DMs from people sending me recipes, yeah. and this is how this this happens. This is what you should. Some of my this best is recipes. All about, that's what this community is all about, yes. man. I got a great recipe. Try it. Here's what it came out with. Here's what I used with the pan I bought from you, Kyle. Uh, Stuff like that. It's dude, great. I, nothing yeah. makes me happier than when someone texts me and uh, DMs me and says, "Hey, check out this is what I made for my family on Christmas." I saw a bunch of those kinds of posts too that you were that you were sharing of just the uh, the shots that people took of their pans and action on Christmas and uh, around the holidays. It was pretty sweet. Yep, and it was the... neat. See, it must have been neat seeing the uh, uh, the last stop for some of these pants oh, after yeah. all these years. You know what I mean? It's pretty cool seeing that stuff. It is cool because the thing that that touches me, which is weird, uh, the. <laughs> The thing that gets me in the feels, that's even worse. Uh, (laughs) Gangsters, what's up, guys? (laughs) I'm just trying to say the thing I like the most. The thing that touches me. (laughs) The thing that touches me most. Looks at right Uh, hand. Kyle, show show us on the doll where he touched you. (laughs) He touched by an angel. This is a courtroom doll. This is a courtroom doll. The thing I like the most about it is when somebody says, hey, I actually gave this skillet as a gift, and they loved it, and then I get another nice. customer out of it, and, and a person that needs to buy a pan because they gave one away. So, I mean, it's 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 the best of both worlds. There's there's, and... there's a couple positives in that in that one shot, I think. It's pretty yeah. cool. So, All right, save break. Oh, save break now? Okay, here we go. We'll do a save break. We'll come back, and I think uh, we'll have a little chat with PJ, and then we do need to get into the next chapter of the history. Uh... Oh, we're going to bridge that Griswold Erie gap, guys. Oh, good. We need to open a wide open. Episode 6, 7? Seven? 7. Podcast Iron.
This episode of Podcast Iron is brought to you by Fatworks.com, the world's finest organic and pasture-raised and grass-fed lards, tallows, poultry fats, and ghee. Time to get real fat. Use promo code SEASONORDIE for 10% off of your entire order, and if you spend $75, it's coming to you for free. They have all kinds of sizes, and the one I like the most is the Wagyu beef tallow available now in the gallon size. Fatworks.com, promo code SEASONORDIE. I don't know. Everybody pisses in the shower. Oh, hey. Hi. What's going on? Oh, oh. <laughs> hey. Didn't see you there. Oh, this is Podcast Iron episode, whatever. We are back in the garage. <laughs> Hang yeah, it out. Episode whatever. I think it's episode seven, but we got it a good is. buddy here, our buddy PJ. He's been, he's yes. been in our lives, our whole lives. Lives, lives, Woo! lives. Um, so, growing up, uh, PJ spent a lot of time at our house. He was kind of like a big brother to us. And... Um, yeah, we, we had a really good time, you know, growing up. We were doing something, getting on some kind of adventure. Mom would take us somewhere to the beach, or we'd go somewhere. Yeah, we, we did a lot of stuff. We did a lot, we did of, a lot stuff. of cool stuff. You'd come over for like a week at a time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's and right. Yeah. We'd just Yellow hang that. out in the neighborhood. All the, the yeah. neighborhood kids considered PJ a friend. And we'd build really janky BMX ramps yeah. in, in oh, front yeah. of your house. Yes. Oh, Before God. health insurance was a problem. For the skateboard like, and for the BMX oh, bikes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, time goes. Do you remember on. when we we found that boogie board in the lake. Yes. What? Yeah, yeah we found a boogie board. I had that up until like a few years ago. So <laughs> my parents my parents were cleaning out the garage and they, they were like, Do you want this boogie board? I'm like, I'm never gonna use it again. Yeah, we found a boogie board uh, in I'm the not lake. Boogieing these yeah. days. Yeah. <laughs> but like that's so funny. Time time went on and everybody goes their own separate ways and there was no um, high school chicks. Yeah, that's, all that. Yeah. Yeah, right. And you know, there's no harsh feelings about it or anything like that. But then, you know, later on in life, you think, you know, it's time for me to 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 really like hunker down and figure out who I want to remain friends with. Like, I I want to kind of kind of thin the herd. And well, in high school and all those like sensitive years, you're still trying to like nail down who you are. By now, that's right. done. So now it's like, all right, right. Let, let me backtrack here. Right. And and all the while, when you're not like hanging out every single day, you're still like following each other on social media and seeing what each other are doing. And I noticed at recently, PJ, you've been doing a lot of like film and video, a lot of production stuff that was just blowing me away. And Thank you. I was like, you know what? Maybe we should get together. Like, I, I was doing the Westkill thing, which we recapped in a previous episode. But I was like, you know, that might be a cool getaway for him to. You know, come hang out. Like I would, I'm going up there. I I want my friend to come. Or uh, I'm so distracted by this. Um, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm pouring uh, water, right. and okay. apparently that's very yeah, well, interesting. I was just making sure you were like over the laptop. But anyway, I was going. I was water going up. My heart skipped a beat a few times. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> I was going up to West Coast. I said, you know what? Shot out of a cannon. I'm just going to see if PJ wants to to meet and and share the room and share the experience and just like kind of get back into being friends and like do content with each other, you know? Oh yeah. And I honestly, dude, I have to admit, I didn't expect you to be like, so like, yep. Yeah. What time? Yep. <laughs> I have my key. I have my keys in my hand right now. Yes. What time? Honestly, like, like I have a bag packed already. That was so <laughs> much it's already packed fun. Somehow. Yeah. We, we, we had such a deep conversation about friendship and about, Oh life. yeah. It just feels like we never stopped hanging out. And, and that's, a, that's, that's, awesome. that's kind of a testament to like, how solid of a friendship that we've had. Yeah. And um no, it was it was awesome and and like it it's funny because you know, I thought that like I I I've gotten into this video thing and I I really thought that I'm like, man, 
I really wish I could get another pandemic so I could do this. <laughs> <laughs> because I Let spent, me just get another one of those. Yeah, I spent six weeks like uh, trying to be like a Twitch streamer, and that failed because I'm like... That's a flooded market, isn't it? It's not even a flooded market. It's just the fact that when I get home from work and like I want to play video games, I just want to play video games. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to play video games on camera and try to like sell a persona. Right, 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 right. right. And yeah, that's it, selling a persona. That's yeah. a good way to put it. That's so a like, great way to put but it. But like if I had gotten into like, you know, making videos and taking pictures and into photography, like if I would have done it then, like whole, I can't even imagine where I would be right now. Right. Yeah, I hear it because it's not like you need to be live and and on the entire yeah. time. You can you can do your recordings and then it's in a little bit terms. process. Yeah, totally on your. But terms. at the same yeah. time, it's like it's like I would have had those six weeks to just just really hone things in and yeah. do nothing but play. Yeah, yeah right. Play so, with it on the computer. Learn the yeah. learn the camera, like all that stuff for sure. So when we, um, but. Then it gets back to like, you know, that belief that I always have where like things happen for a reason. Right. So like here I am, I'm like getting into this thing and I'm like, and I guess I'm, I, I'm guess I'm like, what, when you hit me up, that was probably about six months into, you know, making videos. Yes. And I was like, I, I just, absolutely. I was in this like, yes, man kind of mentality where you were just like, you want to do this? I said, yep. Yeah. You were just in the, you were just looking for, I remember you telling me you were just looking for any chance to get unique content and not even just unique content just to like do something different. Yeah. Yeah. Get away from the normal, you know, what get I a do. different landscape to yeah. play with too. For 100%. sure. Well, right? that's what he sold me on. He goes, yeah. Oh, we're going up in the fall. And he goes, it's like one of the most oh, beautiful times, but that's yeah. right. when we got up there, it was like, Pretty much all the yeah. beautiful colors that you would get from the trees, yeah, it, it was all gone all, because it was all, all the leaves had fallen. Yeah, everybody Yo. was saying, you should have been here a week ago. Yeah, like, exactly. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut up. That's what they all told us was like, oh, you should have been here last week when all the trees were beautiful. It was oh. still pretty nice. But, no, like there's no, like it was beautiful. Like there was no... Um, like a park here with words. pretty leaves no rain, still isn't no... as good as the views yeah. up there anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you like know? the mountains and stuff. And I, exactly. I got I got some awesome pictures. Um, yeah, I saw I saw um would you did you bring the drone there too? I or, did. You did. I, I saw, did. I saw a little bit of that. I on almost your lost I the. I almost lost the drone there. Wow. Yeah. No. So oh, Kyle man. was setting up on the on Sunday, and I, I, you know, went to go fly the drone, and it was so windy that like it was hovering, and then a, a, a huge gust just took it into the tree, and no. I was like, and I thought it got stuck in the tree because that would have been like the second or third time I've done that, <laughs> and I was like, I don't know how I'm gonna get this down. I don't have any disc golf discs with me. Um, so, <laughs> so here and, I am without any disc golf. And then I, and then I, I look at my phone, I look at the phone and it's like, Oh no, it's hovering. I'm like, okay, let's bring it over emergency lane yeah. right now. Ooh, remember, you're like, Forget oh, this. Bail, bail, bail. Wow. Well, that's good. You still got at least a, a nice landscape to practice with when you, oh, that was West oh, yeah. Kill, you said? Yeah, yeah. West Kill. That was yeah. West Kill, New York. Yeah. We stayed with some people that, um, had just retired there from New Egypt and they like bought this like old Boy Scout camp. So it was like a, like a bunk. Oh yeah. Like right, just from a couple towns over. Right? It was Awesome. Like, all the fact that they had like a little like antique shop, antique shop yeah. in some of the cabins like that's cool. it was really cool yep. nice. in any other sense of the word it would have been a horror movie because half of the bo- <laughs> true. half of the bunks were like rooms that you could rent and our like, toilet didn't work yeah, yeah. but the other <laughs> oh. half was like three of the bedrooms were set up like he said like a thrift antique store and it was just like I made yeah, sure to time my number twos at the brewery. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish I had that skill. That's yeah. a skill. 
So that's cool, man. So I know that you saw. Um, I know I saw that um, you wanted. You were putting together some some footage for Kyle of him there selling, and uh, you're going to make some content for him, and, and yeah. also get some practice yourself with the camera. Yep. Then I showed up here at the board with the podcast equipment. We recorded some voiceovers for yep. it, and uh, that wound up being a pretty sweet video for uh, for Thank them, you. for Thank you, you. Uh, yeah, for for awesome. Kyle. It was a, it was a good shot, and now here we are. Uh, again, and I think, I don't know if that was like, maybe just like, let's try this out and see what happens kind of thing. But now since then, uh, you, you guys have put together, uh, quite a bit of content in, you know, in Short the video space, time, right? Sure. And what I liked about what, what we discussed in Westkill, it's, it's weird how something as obscure as cast iron can meld with your vision for what you want to do with, with your production and film, because in any any setting you could say i want to shoot this picture like this yeah but you're shooting something that's not always shot yeah so it's kind of like it's it's just it's not it's not overshadowing your work but it's kind of intriguing to to for people to be like wow that's a really good shot what is that like it's 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 just I, i don't know the right word for it i don't know if i could say it the right way but i feel like when you were when we were at Westkill, you were like, "Put your pan here." Now I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna turn. You go there, so the sun is here. It was just really cool yeah, to see how yeah. you how you put together the shots and and the final product. I was like, "This this seems like something Sweet. you've been doing forever." We woke up the one day. Um, oh, that was Sunday. I I told them on Sunday after Saturday night. We well Saturday crazy we got, night of drink. We, we got yeah we got we tied one on. We went to Pluto <laughs> that night, bro. We yeah, were, we were we were launched. We were <laughs> yeah. And um, I told them the night. I said tomorrow morning. I said if you're up for it, we got to wake up because in the cat always does that. Let's get slammed and wake up at five a.m. We did it. Yeah, but the, I mean all the time. I, he does I told that. yeah, but I told him I was like, dude, I wake up at four thirty every morning. So and you he's do? like, oh, oh, I do for work. Yeah. Oh, and uh, yeah, I've been there. We did Yeesh. it when shooting photos all over. The, he oh, talked yeah. about Blue Hour. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh. when I, I was I was teaching Kyle about Blue Hour because there's a couple there's a couple shots that I, I've posted. It's um, weird. He's right. It is. Blue no, I know. Hour. It's, yeah. it's got this weird morning tint to cool it. Yeah, it's glow an hour before it. the sun rises. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you have so you have Blue Hour. It's the hour before sun rises, and then you have Golden Hour, which is the hour after the sun rises, or an hour before the sun sets and then yes. an hour after the sun sets you have ah. the sun's nice and low and you got that deep yeah. orange all over yeah. everything yeah. yeah we took yeah. some cool pictures i scared a deer away in the birch trees oh yeah well, there was uh, that buck we found a forest of white birch trees it looked like it was it, weird it was weird imagine just driving in the middle of the woods and you just turn and look and it's all white all trees. white trees all white trees that are like and they're all in these like crazy patterns like there's like you wild. have a line it's like when you look from a certain angle it's like they're all in line and then That's you go from so another weird. angle. It looks like, like an abandoned nursery layout. Really. Kind of, yeah. yeah. They were spaced yeah. equally, and you turn, they would be straight. There was a deer sounds like in something there. like a Christmas movie or something. Like yeah. that very kind cool. of that kind of scene. And we just we we went to an antique shop. We went to a th- like a old thrift store kind of thing. Yep. And we just spent a weekend there and literally rekindled this friendship, but came together on this content creation thing. So it was just it was just yeah. Really it wound cool. up being yeah. like I want to make videos, and Kyle's like, well, I want videos. So and yeah. And all the while we're talking. <laughs> about Tyler like with the sound thing and like how we're doing the podcast and like he, perfect he, he he was saying like that sounds really good and I said Tyler went to radio school he's like Tyler went we'll to radio this, school we'll put this all together and that's actually we were discussing in between yeah, breaks that's here is that where we wanna, we're gonna move that's forward where, that's where this is headed yeah, yeah. So, so 2023 is gonna be a content packed year as far as quality we're not gonna put I'm not gonna I, I've decided to not focus as much as putting out a uh, quantity mm-hmm. I actually want what I'm doing to be more wholesome and you know, long form and 
just chill and take it in how you'd like. Sure. Um, um, the goofy, funny reels are always going to be there because they help sustain the page. People love that stuff. And um, the soap competition or the soap um, arguments are just like pork roll arguments yeah. for people oh, in New of Jersey. Of course, of course. Um, it's so funny. And I, I just think that the next year you're going to see a lot more from PJ. You're going to hear a lot more from Tyler. And, Are um, you saying that it's uh, New Year, New You? Yeah, New Year, New Me. New yeah. Year, New You. Yep, New, new Me new with my 1940 skillets. You know? <laughs> Your 1940s <laughs> skillets, so new. So a lot of, nearly I, 100 years old. I plan on doing a lot more recipe development. I actually like want to focus in and like try a different recipe like four or five times to master it, which is the uh, filet mignon that I had for the dinner party on yeah. Saturday when you guys came. Oh, that was yeah, good. That was delicious. Yeah. What was on top of that, the green stuff? It's called tremula sauce. It's actually ginger cilantro parsley pureed ah. with um a little bit of olive oil and it garlic very fresh like it's, you got a lot oh, of those dude, fresh right. herbal I think ingredients you, I, I yeah. think i think you nailed it it, it was good it was Thank good you. so good yeah i love i love the the subtle taste of cilantro in anything just well, about i learned that it when makes you're, it so good oh yeah but what so i fresh what i found out from trial and error so much is that you don't assume and round up or down with weight I found that if you cook a beef te- listen if listen now guys if you're listening to the podcast <laughs> take a whole beef tenderloin weigh it okay take that number and times it by 50 okay that's how many minutes you put that in the mm. oven at 225 degrees and don't open the oven slow don't and touch low it. um i actually did a butchering video on a fillet which we're going to be getting out shortly yeah. at, within some amount of time you don't want to keep uh, the thin part, because that'll just dry out. You want to get your good center of your filet, take it and get it weighed. Take it to a deli if you need to. Hey, can you weigh this? I'll give you a couple bucks. I have a deli scale, scale here that goes pounds to ounces, and I figured out to the minute how to cook these filets, and I was literally, not relieved, but I was just so like proud of how it came out. Everybody liked it. I, that That's... That's the most rewarding thing for me. I was like, oh, everybody yeah. loved it. They wanted yeah, seconds. Yeah, we loved it. Oh, 100%. I think I, had, I think I had three pieces, maybe four yeah. four pieces. There was it was good so five good. pounds of meat oh, there. Oh, yeah. My girlfriend had two pieces. Yeah. Like, it, yeah, was, it, was, it was nuts. Uh-huh. My friend Jess debuted her uh, company, Grazing Lane uh, Charcuterie Board Company. She's going to be doing a lot of that. And she came with a, a nice charcuterie board. And, uh, Which was also phenomenal. She made these. She made these salami roses that were yes! gorgeous. Were oh yeah, Isn't and that I, cool? I didn't want to touch them. Yeah, but eventually it got to a point where I'm like, okay, I need to. I need to crack into this rose. Yeah, I try to make. Them I saw that the, hack. Don't you like take this the, the shot glass? You, your shot glass, and you drape it over and just keep. Laying it never it? works when I do it. It looks really? like a porcupine. I mean, her, her, hers is beautiful. <laughs> she did a good job. She's I love your, made pi- good your pineapple yeah. porcupine. Yeah. So check out Grazing Lane Co. Or um, I love. Your pineapple porcupines. What the hell is that from? I just I was saying pineapple porcupines. I mean, it's an alliteration. Isn't that what I you like said? It. Yeah, yeah. So check out Grazing Lane Co. on Instagram and uh, PJ. If you want to tag your uh, Instagram, what? How can people find what you're doing? So it's Fourth Dimension, but it's I V T H, and then it's D E M E N S I O N because the actual Fourth Dimension. Uh, posted sometime in 2019. Uh-huh. So, you know, I can't get the actual spelling of dimension. Well, but you got Roman numerals yeah. in there. Yeah. No, so yeah. Still, so I already developed. You're, you're, yeah. you're getting your thing down. And I follow him too. So if you want to, if you can't find him based on that, click on my page. I'm following him. Type IV and you'll see him right there. PJ nice. Harrison. 
Thank you very much. Cool. Right. We're glad to have you here. So uh, what are we talking about next, Kyle? We're going to bridge the gap between Erie and Griswold real quick. We're going to start a little mini history segment. I can't wait. Episode 6, Podcast Iron. This episode of Podcast Iron is brought to you by StayClassyMeats.com. You can beat inflation and pre-order your eighth of a cow right now and save a whole ton of cash. And if you want, you can save even more by using promo code SEASONORDIE. That's from me, Cast Iron Kyle, and that will save you 10% off your entire order. Stay Classy Meats is your number one place for beef, pork, bison, chicken, elk, fish, jerky. They even have pet treats, and it goes straight from the pasture to your refrigerator. StayClassyMeats.com, promo code SEASONORDIE. Gangsters, what's up, guys? Hey, welcome back to episode seven, podcast time. Podcast time. This is we part. haven't welcomed the history man into the show in a long time. Yes, we have. The part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> you start saying That's the part. Song. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so, where did we leave off last time? Come we on. were just finishing up Erie last time. Yeah. And Erie. As we know, Erie was the predecessing name to Griswold Skillets. Now we know. So there was a time period in 1906 and 1907 where they were toying, should we use Griswold, should we use Erie, should we blah, blah, blah. Let's try Griswold's Erie. Uh, Oh, they were toying with the name, right. Right. Around that time, Matthew Griswold had sold the company or passed it along to his son, Matthew Jr. Okay. So that was the time period they were playing with everything. I think there was like a, an up in the air presidential spot, like a like they weren't sure who was really going to run like it. Who, yeah. yeah. So around the 1906 1907 point, for about six months, <laughs> a six month run, they made Griswold's Erie, and they are very rare to find because they didn't even make them for a year. Okay. Griswold's Erie. Griswold's yeah. Erie. Because I think that was a I think that was a move on their part to start. Merging the right, but brand people didn't like it. Somebody in the company didn't That's what like it. it. They didn't keep it. So what they did it's literally was, like having Ford Chevy or something, right? Yeah, Ford's Edsel. Which did you know there was originally the PlayStation was supposed to be for Nintendo? Yes, and there was going to be I a PlayStation, a Nintendo PlayStation was the original yes. plan, and then Nintendo yeah. last minute backed out. No, 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 so, no. Sony backed out because they realized the potential that they could actually. I just watched a documentary on it. Nintendo yeah. got cold feet and didn't and decided oh, to go with Philips, the creator oh, of the CD. And, oh, and last it. minute Sony had all this info. So what did they do? They went to they went to Sega, and Sega also was like, "No thanks, we don't want to do we it." We already either. have like, our. Are you freaking kidding me? Yeah, they Sega were. Doing the, the Saturn Dreamcast, the Sega no, 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 Saturn. No, Saturn before they did. Oh, the Sega Dreamcast. Saturn, yeah. yeah. So it's so it's a, it's a wild it's a wild thing to think about. But at one point in time, and there are um, prototypes out there. Yep. Of a Nintendo PlayStation. So think about how crazy yeah. a phrase that is. Wow, that would be the modern day equivalent to yeah. Griswold's, Griswold's Eerie. Eerie. Well, they right. also had when they had N sixty four. Also, fun tidbit that they did did have a little. Base that they had CDs in it. Yeah, there and was you a. You could sit the N sixty four on as an expansion yeah, pack type yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. And it played CDs, but it was like in a like a cassette that what? held a CD in it. Wow. And it was only I think it was only available in Japan. Didn't work out very yeah, well. Yeah, they yeah. didn't. I, like I remember seeing all the ads as a kid. And then like that's what the Nintendo sixty four was supposed to be. It was supposed to be 
the yeah. Nintendo PlayStation because yeah. it came out around the same time, right? Yeah, that. and Crash and all that. Yeah, Crash yeah. They, and all they, that, right? they decided they wanted to Twisted stick metal. With, the, with the cartridges. And but stuff. anyway, that was just to highlight like how crazy an idea that must have been back then to see in a Sears catalog a eerie a Griswold's eerie. Yeah, same, same, same idea. Right, Nintendo PlayStation. Crazy. But they didn't like it. Yeah, the crowd didn't like it. People didn't like it. They were not cool with that idea so they nixed it the company was not right. cool with but it but they nixed said it. we have all these skillets that say griswold's eerie on them what do you do with what them? do we do with them they're not buying them you don't want to put them out they used a process called buttering which is literally melting more cast iron over top of that logo and oh kind of like God. spreading it over to cover like over the words kind of so in a extremely rare instance you will find a Griswold because after the the Griswold's eerie, they started the Griswold cross logo that you yeah, see over there that everybody knows now. Yeah, an extremely rare piece would be a Griswold's eerie number whatever. Yeah, buttered over with the new Griswold cross logo. And in some cases, if it's worn out and old enough, can you see it? Do I you, have one. Yeah, where you can see it says Griswold's eerie. Remember, I showed eerie. you the one in the oh, episode. Yeah, you can yeah. see it. it's a number twelve. And, it, and it's funny, it happens to be around the brim, it says Griswold's Eerie, but the new Griswold logo was in the middle. In the middle. So it didn't cover right. it. So as time wore on, you were able to see the old logo bleed so through. So that's the original, that's the origin origin of the the Griswold's cross logo. It started 1906 slash 07. It's kind of up in the air. There was a uh, lost information. It's not exactly documented But perfectly. that went until 19, 1916, and you could tell that it's a first run Griswold cross because it's italicized. They call it a slant logo. Yeah. And it yeah, says eerie under the cross and it's all bold letters, but no parentheses. And it just yeah. has the number, number on the top of the Griswold, uh, Griswold cross just has a number, has no eerie Pennsylvania, uh, USA 704, no casting numbers. Cause no, as Griswold really? grew like in the thirties and forties, Griswold's all a boom. They were actually selling worldwide at that point. So they had literally, you'll get a, you'll see a Griswold pen. Like there's one up on the wall there. It says a number eight on the bottom. It says 704 D. So 704 is the pattern that, that, mold is yeah and the d signifies what time period in the year it was made or who made it there's two different oh theories. like what what uh what warehouse it uh, came from or something or like what who, manufacturer yeah. who who casted it oh or when it was casted so like an a would be an early year and a z would be a last year of that run last yeah year. there's two different theories and it's up in the air which is which but they both signify that griswold was being mass produced they had to track it somehow so yeah. they changed things around but needless to say bridging that gap from eerie to griswold with griswold's eerie being in between kind of set the stage for collectors because they're like they knew they had to know back then like hey we're only making these for like six months to a year Yeah, but at that point they were still just trying to to sell they pants. were they, they thought out. they were garbage at that right. point but i mean right? eerie had been selling isn't pants. that what always makes something rare and, and collectible is like the the mistakes, the mess ups, the right. the little the, the, the errors, interesting like stories, coin, coin yeah. collecting, yeah. When there, when there's a misprint or something on a right. dollar bill or, or a mispunch or something right on a coin. But at that point, if if you remember, we talked about Erie. Erie was 1886, so to yeah. 18, 1886 to nineteen oh six, you're talking a good twenty year run. They were kind of honing in on what they were going to do. They just had to figure out how they were going to do it. And it's really hard at that point uh, in that time period with the limited technology they had to figure out like. Is this brand recognition working or not? Like, there's no way to know I have until a the pans started not until they probably it was probably a word of mouth thing. They weren't selling well, and then they're like, "Oh, well, it's because they don't know what an eerie Griswold is." 
I think that they did what they did with the cross logo in a circle. It's because it's round and it would wear round. Like I, I think that there's a there's a there's a reason they did that. I think the reason might I a lot especially in that time period was just practicality and it was probably easy for them to do. Pro- yes, that's you what I'm what saying. I mean? Yeah, round. It was easy easier for them to make that. Yeah, that's what it is. So, so we'll get into down the road. We're gonna there's there's gonna be multiple Griswold episodes, but like you can date a pan based on how the writing is on the bottom and if it's a heat ring or not a heat ring. But the first year of the Griswold cross will always be italicized. Erie will not be quoted. It ha- will not have quotes on it. Okay. It will say nothing but Griswold and Erie, Erie. and it'll have twelve on the top or the to size on the, the size top of the with pan. a heat ring. And if you turn it over, it'll start having the number on the handle. And what was the date range for that? Nineteen oh six slash seven to nineteen sixteen. Nineteen oh six to nineteen sixteen. So that starts the Griswold. That ended the Griswold's first slant logo era. So after that, so if you ever find one of those out and about in the wild, you're looking at a pan that's at least. 106 to 112 years old well they kept the slant logo with the slant logo that they started with like i'm saying the circle the cross thing but no they but put the eerie, eerie pennsylvania I mean. united that's states that's what i mean if you see just the plain eerie and the number like right. that exact that exact that's, description you that's got between there. 0607 cool. to 1916 that's pretty cool at and 19, then they eventually changed it well at 1916 until 1929 they did they added Erie, Pennsylvania, United States on the bottom, and they call those slant logo EPU for Erie, Pennsylvania, United yeah, States. Yeah, this was we talked about this at one point. So, it was them furthering themselves from the Erie brand because they're like, no, we're not Erie brand. We're Erie the place. Yeah, the place. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was Erie, Pennsylvania, and then they just said Erie in quotes, and then it just spread from there, right? Right. And then they and then, then they just started writing just Griswold because by now people know we'll, the Griswold. Da, 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 da. We'll get into the details and the time periods and everything like that, but eventually they went to straight letters instead of slant logos. Yeah. And for a really, 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 really short time in the 20s, they did a flat bottom slant logo that looks like the new 1940s design just to oh, play around. That's cool. And I have one of those too. That's so. pretty cool. That so they were trying they were trying some new some rare. new pressing, some new yeah. Yep. That's so, so cool. That's kind of your little tidbit tidbit into us getting back into the history of cast iron. I know that we're we've been um, talking about some other segments and stuff, but the core of this this podcast is to educate you on on cast iron, make you a better consumer, make you a better picker, investor, cook, everything. And I really appreciate PJ being here. Thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you for having me. I mean, it's been so much fun, and I've I've learned quite a bit actually, especially yeah. in the last like five minutes. Thank you. <laughs> Wow, what a jam-packed! 15, I, I had no idea was. this was about cast iron in general. Yeah, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. Now yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so catch PJ on Instagram at at Fourth Dimension. Um, all this stuff is tagged in uh, a lot of videos that yeah. you've seen on Kyle's yeah. Instagram, too, you check you, it as all well. Out. So that'll be on there as well. Check out the cool video PJ made of me cooking um, cooking a steak. And also the video of breaking down my order from Fatworks. And keep an eye out for me unboxing my eighth of cow for oh, steak, classy meats. The good and stuff. And everything else he's doing. Yes. And what we're doing, too, man. This year's going to be big, and we hope it's just as good for hey, you as well. Also, if you're listening to this, let me know what you think about us making this a video. You want to see our video a video of this podcast, the behind-the-scenes stuff, the stuff that happens when we take our save breaks, the jokes, the laughs in between? Would the you things like to I see delete that? from the show, usually, like would all you, of Kyle's farts. <laughs> would you like to see this in long-form video? Let yeah, us know. We want to hear your feedback. This will be fun, man. Let's do it. 2023. Happy New Year, everybody. Let's go.
Thanks for listening to Podcast Iron. To find out what Kyle has in his kitchen, visit castironkyle.com for his latest list of recommended products. And be sure to follow him on Instagram at castiron underscore Kyle.